Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready and Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is February First, the time is about 11.30 a.m. Radio Noon PC has been conducting Zoom or conference call for past 11 years or 12 years. If you can try to fill the Google sheet out, those people who fill the Google sheet out will get the preference because uh, it will make the job easy if you fill the Google sheet out since it's going to take, we have to spend a lot more time if you don't fill the Google sheet out. First person, please. Tanisha. Hi. Uh, my question is in the Google sheet. Give me, give me one minute. Give me one minute, okay? Uh, I'm an H4 visa holder. My husband is an H1B. I intend to invite my parents to yes, okay? And to this year, should my husband like co-author the invitation? No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They don't care that much. See, you have to show assets for their parents. Additionally, my father, though retired, is engaged in stock market trading and has some sufficient friend to sponsor his trip. However, it's hard for that it's beneficiary. If it's my husband writes, a, you, you don't need to have a sponsorship letter that is particularly required, ma'am. For the B2, it's very informal process though. Okay. So if if you show more funds of him, that he has enough funds, he's going to cover his expenditure to come into, that looks much better though, rather than you sponsoring it or your husband sponsoring it. Okay. Okay. And in documents, like he, he will show his property and, and we need to give documents what we have in the bank you can, account. You can, you can give ma'am. They have no time to look into those property documents. They only look into the face and will adjudicate the application. Okay? But you can take it, give it to them. Next person, please. Thank you. Hey. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, absolutely. Good, Rakesh. Hey. Uh, good morning, Rahul. Uh, I filled the Google sheet, but... Uh, in a rush, I, I applied H1B with two employers. Will that be an issue? Yeah, like extension to that question. Yeah, a little, I'll brief a little about is it. it. A lo- is is it for, a lottery system? Yeah, in 2020, this is for my wife. We applied for H1. She was working uh, on H4, H4 EAD in April 2020. And it was approved, but uh, she has to travel while it is pending. So change of status was I would denied. Know. I would know. Uh, I'm sorry? Change of status was denied? Yeah, because she was uh, she was in India while they were educating it, uh, the case here. Okay, so she's now. So where is she right now? But she she's now here. Uh, so my question is, means will the multiple filings cause an issue? Because she was working back then. There are multiple employers that applied for her H one in twenty twenty. Yeah. It could. It could. There is nothing that can be done right now. Um, so yeah, you never know though when it's going to affect them. Okay? Okay, this was in 2020, April, I mean, it's 21 quota. Yeah, still, uh, it could affect. Next person, please. 
Pratyusha. You may want to you may want to contact Hi. lawyers privately. Uh, Pratyusha, go ahead. Currently, I'm an H4 visa and applied for F1 visa. And after the drawbox, I got 221G. I received my passport back, but didn't attend it. Now, I thought of coming back to USA with H4 visa. Will there be any problem? Yes. Here is one thing, though. Normally, 221G should not have affected, though. But the problem is they are telling the visa is rejected in the 221G. This is a new interpretation of the state, though. So you may have to go back and apply for the H-4 again. You, the status is refused. Will it be a problem? Right. right. Because what they're saying is that if it's refused one visa, all other visas are automatically canceled. So I want you to apply for the H-4 again. I don't know why you went for a fund stamping. I don't know. That's a very bad idea. Go ahead and apply for the H4 again and come back in H4 visa. Okay? Okay. okay. Thank you. Next person, please. Srinivas. Uh, hi, Rahul. It's Srinivas here. Rahul, I think I have attended your session earlier also. It is regarding the EB1A, uh, mm -hmm. in which I was planning to go for. So I'm planning to book an appointment with Mr. Ryan Vick on uh, either... Instead of uh, Ryan Vick, book for, with Kareem. He's much better. Kareem. Because last time you said Ryan, so I thought of... Uh, yes, he's now very busy right now. He's booked up a lot. Uh, so we have an... I saw his uh, like, you know, slots available on 8th or 14th of this month. That's not the question about slots. No. He's booked up with his time in EB1s. Okay. You can book with Ryan, but anyway, what's your question? No, no, my question here is like, what will be the cost in time and how much it's going to cost? Why don't you have a consultation with him though? That's better, okay? Okay. I would recommend you Kareem also, over uh, Ryan, okay? Okay, sure. Also, Rahul, one more thing, like, you know, the thing is that can I share all the details and all my public, you know, publication list, everything to Kareem uh, before the consultation yeah. so that he can have, yeah? That is a better way. Okay. Can I have his email ID and uh, this thing? You can book it. His, his, his link is, we won't give it to you. Send it. When you book an appointment, you can have all those things there. Srinivas, okay? Hari? Srinivas, when you book the appointment, it's there. <coughs> Next person, please. Thank you, Rahul. Uh, I, I have a visa issued, issued date in my stamping is mentioned like 28 April 2022. Um, mm -hmm. And a visa expiration date is 5th August 2023. I, I believe I'm not eligible for domestic visa renewal. Am I correct or? Uh, do you, did you look into the dates? I don't have a date right in front of me. Oh, the date mentioned like uh, something like in the 2021 uh, from April to September. Um, in my visa. So if it's stamping, April to September. So if it's, but you yes. got the visa stamping in April of 2022, so you don't fit into it then. Yeah, so is any time soon or future, they will open any information? There is a good chance. There is a good chance they will do that. Okay, but okay. right now, until April, there are some slots, right? So even the, until the, any slots, I'm not eligible, correct? Unless they change not, the... Not. Right now, you're policy. not. Right now, you're not. Next person, please. Amashankar. Uh, hi Rahul. Um, uh, this is um, so I have a base H1B petition filed in 2009 for Mr. Yeah. I have I transferred to different employer. I'm sorry. I had a one-on-one -on -one with you last week. Uh, 
but I okay, forgot. I have questions. I'm filed accounts. So, okay. If you have one one issue though, I would recommend there is a follow up consultation that we do, um, and uh, you can come to that at uh, it's separate. It's twelve thirty though. Okay. Okay. What's just your email address. But I'm anyway, go ahead with the question. Yeah, so the thing is, like, I, I'm planning to transfer to H4. So do, will I have to initiate it from my primary H1 or a concurrent H1? Primary H1. H1. Primary. So primary. primary. It's not from concurrent. No. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then. Okay. Thank you. Vijay? Next person, please. Uh, hello, Rahul. Hello, uh, my scenario is in the chat. Could you please check it out? My query is came to US on H1B through company A. Uh, company, uh, due to some reasons, I started the process to transfer company H1B to some company B. On May, due to job change, we filed again a new file transfer on October. Now, for May file, got an RFP as provided information. But the, so you, you filed two transfers, right? Uh, it's not two transfers. First one we filed on May. That is the transfer case, and the second one is the so amendment. You, you you came on which which month? You, you came in February with Company A. You filed transfer with Company B in May of two thousand twenty-three, and then yes. you filed transfer with Company C in October of two thousand twenty-three. So you got RFP for both May and October, or only for May? Uh, for May, I got for a, a verification for uh, education evaluation, and the second one I got it like a revoked on a August. Which one got revoked? Company Company A, Sorry. Company B, and Company C. B B one got revoked. Revoked? Oh, because they came for verification. What verification they came for? Uh, they gave us that uh, the one employer which I came to the US, they filed uh, two lotteries with uh, sister companies. Ah, multiple filings of the H1B. So yeah, you yeah. need to consult an immigration lawyer. That's fraud. Yeah. You committed. Yeah. They, what they are telling is that you are part of the committing of the fraud. Yes, but I didn't know that they filed with the sister companies. What exactly I, I have to do in this situation? So you, yeah, you have to consult a lawyer, bro. Anybody who has filed a multiple H1Bs, they have to consult an immigration law, guys. It's a blanket because it's there is no one-line answer for it. And it's a very hard choice as you guys have to make. Next person, please. Good morning, uh, Rahul. I have posted my question in Google Sheet. Uh, the answer for that is no, Rajat. You are not being charged with any crime, though. Any punishment where you have paid less than $500, that is of the traffic things, though. You do not mm -hmm. have to mention anything about it in the DS-160 form, in the 484 form. You don't have to mention it. If you do it, it's going to confuse them. Okay? You say no. Okay. Take my okay. word. Thank you so okay. much. Thank you. Ajit? If you say yes, they're going to assume that you did some other crimes, major crimes. Ajit, go ahead. Oh, thank you. Uh, I will uh, submit my question. Sure. One second, okay. Yep. Um, my wife's H1B is expiring in September 30, 2024, and she traveled to India only, only three months, though, through the six years of H1B, and perm is in the process. 
form is not approved before September, can we use the three months of travel period of H-1B for the form approval? Form, so when did she file the form, Ajit? Uh, Ajit. Uh, that, that was in uh, 2023 uh, November. Ah, I see the point. So what you're telling is that by September 2024, she will be completing six years. And yes. but it won't be one year of filing the form application. She cannot extend the H1B, but she has been outside the country for three months out of the six years. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, absolutely she can. Absolutely she can. But when you file for the three months extension, Ajit. You can even apply for the number uh, December. Yeah, she can even apply until December of 2025 because her labor certification is pending. You see the point? Oh yes, I got it. Yep, the great. Uh, thank you. There is an there is an article that I posted last month. You may want to read it in rnlawgroup.com. Okay. Okay. Sure. Uh, one second, one year. Okay, I'm going to give you the link, okay? Okay, great, Rahul. Thank you so much for Just read that article. The reason is that not only you can claim that, uh, claim that three months, you can even claim one more year extra too. You can file an, you can file an extension anytime. Uh, September is right. You can do it and you can time any anytime after March, you can file it. Next person, please. Okay. For one Thanks. year extension, one year and three months extension. Next person, please. No. Thank you. Um, hi, Rahul. Thank you for taking my question. My question is regarding automatic revalidation and advanced payroll. So basically, mm -hmm. I want to travel to Mexico and uh, get my I-94 extension while my AP is uh, under process. So my question is, is, it, uh, is the travel going to abandon my AP application since I did not get the uh, EAD or AP card yet? So, okay. So you're going on H-1B right now. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah, that's correct. But your EAD and AP is, this is the first EAD that you filed or is it extension of EAD and AP that you filed? Uh, no, this is GCAD, so adjustment of status has been filed. But is this a first? Yeah, when did you file the first. This is the first EAD, sir. So when you go outside the Mexico and you come back though, um, your advance parole will be denied. You'll have to refile it again. But it won't, and you're coming back on H-1Bs, right? No, it won't That's impact right. your 482 It won't impact your 482 application. But then I'll have to refile my uh, AP application I, again. That is right. That is right. Not a big okay. deal. Not a big deal. It won't affect you negatively. Okay? Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Next person, please. Hi, Rahul. I have posted my question in the Google Forms. Uh, Currently, I'm an initial OPT. I'm working for one employer recently. I got another job opportunity through a different employer. Can I work both employers informing to the college during the initial OPT? Uh, one of my employers is E-Verified, the other, other is not. Can I apply some extension through E-Verified uh, employer and work for both employers? In the OPT period, though, definitely you can work for two employers. In the STEM extension, you cannot work the non-EV non-e-verified employer, you know? Okay, yeah, I got it, Rahul. Okay. So till the uh, date of initial OPT expires, so I can work for both of them. After onwards, I can't mm -hmm. work, right? The one who That's is not right. e-verified. Right, right. Assuming okay. that you file a STEM extension with the STEM, the e-verified company. So if somehow they figure out the e-verified, 
then I can work for both the employers. Is that right, Rahul? Yes, you can. Yes, yeah. you can. Thank you. Next, That's next person, yeah. please. Thank you. Daniel? Yeah. Uh, hi, Rahul. Good morning. I have posted the call. I am, from, I am from India. I got H1B and US job offer, but I didn't reside from the current company. Can I still travel to US and then apply resignation? Yeah, I got H1B visa. Yeah, yeah, you can. But once you come here, you can't work though. Okay. 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 I got it. Next person, please. Vivek. I am on, uh, this is very, I'm on H1B and, and the suppose is working on H4EAD. She worked on H1B before until 2020. Can her employer file GC for her? And once her I-140 is approved, can she move to H1B? Answer is yes, 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 yes. Vivek, Suthi, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Vivek, are you there? Yeah, by, by mistake, I was unmuted myself. Yeah, thank you, Raja, uh, uh, Rahul. Yeah, I just want to okay, check uh, this thing only. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Everything is yes. Yeah, we, I, I, we just wanted to have it as a backup uh, in case needed. You I should. You should. Yeah. You should. Just in case if you get laid off, we can move on into H1B and move you into H4EAD. Next person. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, thank you so much. Rahul Karthik. Hi. Uh, Rahul, uh, good you morning. An, I posted my question. You have an H1B with an approved I-140, and born in India. Recently, I got admitted into three business schools. So I need to go back to, will there be any problem applying an F1B to H1B? Can I apply F1 to start in August while having valid H1B? Uh, no, you, you can apply F1, and once the F1 is approved, you can move to the college. Will you have any problem? No, you won't have any problem. But the only problem is if ever you want to travel outside the country, outside the country, that will become a problem for you. While being on F1? Right. Because you have an um, I-140 approval, you may not get the stamping that easily. Oh, so if I'm on F1, I can't travel outside the country because I have a approved I-140. That's right. That becomes a problem, okay? But staying in the country is not a problem. Next person, please. Sai Teja. Uh, hi, Rahul. So currently I'm employed with the company A. Now, uh, recently I transferred, I got a job offer, so I transferred to company B. But now the company B, due to some uh, issues, they have uh, terminated. The transfer is completed and uh, I have submitted the I-9 application and document verification also is completed. But they have postponed my onboarding and uh, told me I that got it. The... You, so you, we are moving from company A to company B. Um, yeah. So company B got the H-1B approved, but they didn't They didn't onboard it. So are, did you left company A yet or you did not? I'm still working with them. So you can continue working with company A, not a problem. Uh, but what should I do with the approved petition from company B? I have the approved you, petition. You got it, is right? So you can yeah. do one thing. Do you eat uh, pali? Yes. Peanuts? Yeah. Eat it. Eat peanuts in it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have to go to stamping in April. So Absolutely not I, a problem. You go, you're going to go with company A. Use that H1B approval. Use mm. that H1B approval to eat the peanuts. Okay, okay. You have any problem, send it to me. I'll eat it. <laughs> it is of no good use for you. Next person, please. 
And one more thing, uh, I submitted I nine also, and the document verification doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Okay. Doesn't matter. Okay, you have Thank a problem you. eating a peanuts in it? You give it to me. No, no. <laughs> Thank you so much. You don't have to show that it's one we approved to anybody since you didn't join the company. Divya, go ahead. Uh, hi, my question is also on uh, the Google form. I'm currently working for employer A and with a client. Um, mm -hmm. I've got an offer from another employer B, so through which I want to transfer my H1B. Can I still continue working with my employer A and the same client uh, under concurrent application, but with, with reduced hours? Like I will not be working full-time uh, for the concurrent. I'll just reduce that to 60 to 80 hours. So let me understand. Company A, company X is the client. Yes. Company B, who is the client for company B? A company B is the client itself. So it's okay. not through okay. any wait, wait. Yeah. Okay. It's an employer. Company B is a direct client. So you're going Direct. to work full-time for company B? Yes. And you want to continue working part-time for company A? Yes. Yes, you can do that. But company A has to file a amendment to work as, to, you need to work as a concurrently filed H1B person. Yes, correct. Or as a concurrent on on the concurrent application, you can you can do that. Okay. But you can work just full time jobs also if you want to. Uh, the the company A has uh, they've planned to reduce like um, the hours okay. also. So I was That's thinking fine. of. I'm just, it's up to you. You can yeah. put a range of hours. We normally put okay. five hours to forty hours. In that way, you will have a range, and you'll be paid per hour. In that way, that whichever hours you work, you'll be paid. Okay. Okay. And how okay. is it usually looked upon? Like, is like, if I continue for the same client with employer A, is that considered like from an audit perspective? Is that? No. It does it raise any, fla raise any flags? No, No, it does not. Okay. And no. when you say one, one last thing, when you said that you can work full time for two, the both cannot be uh, primary, right? Primary has to be. No, both cannot, both cannot be primary. Got it. Okay. Thank you, Rahul. Next person, please. Manish. Hello, sir. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, my question is in Google Sheet. One second, Manish. Let me look into where it is. Uh, my GC filed in 2022 in ED1. I-140 got EAD in 2022. My GC is going, my customer want me to hire. My question, can I change the employer? And what are the consequences? ED what? ED1, A, B, or C? EB1A. EB1A? Yep. You can join the company. Uh, so check I, in, is there any contract with the this company and that this company and you that you cannot join the client? Uh, no, there is no uh, any contract with company A. Uh, actually, the company oh, A, uh, which uh, my customer want to join, so I'm working for the uh, client. And same client want to hire. I know, but the company A that through which you file the 485 application, though, um, there is no contract between you and them saying that you can't join their clients. No. Okay, so you can absolutely, you can, no problem. Okay, and there will be no consequences on my pending 485 application? No, sir. 
No, sir. It's a EB1A, you said, is right? Yes. Not C. Uh, EB1A. Yeah, I don't see any problem in it, sir. EB1A is given to you, not to your company. So you can move on to a different company. Absolutely not a problem. Next person, please. Thank you. Satya. Hi, uh, thank you. Uh, hi, Raghul. Uh, my suppose got GC last year, but my GC is still ending in December. I have an EAD. My question is that if I was on the H1B and I had a job till December, currently I'm not working. I'm on the H1B grace period. Should I need to update the USC that I'm an EAD? No, you don't need to. You don't need to update. Now, the other, other thing is you may want to consider um, what is the priority date of your husband, though? 2010 EB3, uh, Rahul, July. Ah, oh, I was thinking of something. Okay, so normally I tell people to file an I-130 and 4 application. No, you don't need to because your prior date is already current. So, yeah, you, yeah. you don't need to inform them on the EAD. You're good. So now. currently, my uh, I'm even though I'm on grace period on H1B, uh, since I'm not working for this month, should I be uh, notifying USCA? Some I'm I'm no. on EAD or I just no no need you to change. You don't notify. No need to do anything, ma'am. You're good. So, so by you're default, it will be like <laughs> you're a dependent green card holder, right? Green card holder pending. You can do anything you want. You can sit down. You can work in a McDonald's. You can sit down at home. You can volunteer. Or you can be a lawyer. Okay, but I I was on H one B till December thirty first. I you told me that, but right now you have four eight five pending. You're good. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank Next you, person, sir. Anil? Next person, please. Anil. Yeah, I posted my question online. My H one B stamping expired in two thousand twenty two. Currently, uh, two thousand twenty. Currently, I have approved I seven eight seven. Uh, till to the planning to go to Mexico for H1B stamp. The question, do I need to have a Mexican visa? Yeah, you need to have a Mexican visa to go into Mexico. So that's what I was being told, but you inquire with them. I'm a U.S. immigration lawyer, okay? Okay, sure. Thank you. Next person, please. Rajesh? Yes, yes. Hi, Rahul. I have posted my question. I was the PCS from February 2022. PCS filed my H1B applications and approved from October 2022 in Texas location. Even though my LC has been raised for Texas location at the time, but I'm working in remotely. Now I transferred to another employer and raised under the H1B provision. USCS asked that, how did you run the payroll from when your H1B is? Yeah, that's a violation. So they may give an H1B approval without the I-94 because that's not a maintenance of status. But you cannot just work in New Jersey though. When your LCA is in, um, uh, LCA is in New Jersey, uh, is in Texas. You're supposed to. They're going to approve an H1B with uh, without uh, without an I without an I-94. You'll have to go outside the country and come back. Okay, Rajesh. Oh, are you there? Yes. Yeah, so I need to means I, I will be getting I-797B with a B. That's right. And then you will have to just exit and come back. Okay. When fine. is your stamping you. expiring? When is your stamping expiring? Uh, my initial H1, it is uh, 25, 2025. Yeah, you just have to exit and come back. You don't have to go for stamping. Next person, please. Vijay? 
Well, I posted my question on the Google form. How will the so USCSP my... increase the EAD and the renewal for the 485 already pending since 2020? What is pending? 485 is pending or? Um... My, my 485 is pending and I need to yeah, file renewal. So, yeah, so if you file renewal, you, the, you, the new fees is applicable, Vijay. Okay. Right. Okay. Thank you. Next person, please. This will be the last caller, guys. Uh, as it's getting time, this will be the last caller. Amit, is Amit there? Yeah, can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah. Um, can you hear me? Give me one second. Yeah. Amit, uh, new can you hear me, sir? Yeah, I can hear I-140 approved combo card received 485 waiting for the date current since last month, but case still pending, not getting good vibes at work. What are my options? Can I start my own consultancy? Yeah, you can. Can you join some other company, Amit? Uh, yes, I'm meanwhile looking for other jobs as well. Yeah, you can. If if that doesn't work, yeah, start your own consultancy. Uh, will USCIS ask me because I485J is already approved? Will USCIS ask me for another I485J? Yes, yes. If there is an interview or if there is anything else, they can ask you for I485J. You have to be prepared for it. Okay. 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 And uh, for, for, for the for... consultancy, uh, for the consultancy, yeah. I just have to file the uh, uh, the LL LLC form or like I, I really don't uh, know. The part. I would I would I would recommend to consult a lawyer for it. Next person, okay. I have one more minute, guys. Monali. Uh, hi Rahul, thank you for being my opportunity. And my priority date is current in EB. Three. My firm is in process. My employer may lay off. Oh my goodness. What is your priority date? Um, April 2012. Why did not you file in 2020? 21, um, we, were, we were actually out of country. We were in Canada at the time. So when we returned back. Okay, uh, I got it. Okay. So yeah. if you're getting uh, um, but he has agreed to submit I-140. I work with another employer in H-4 and EAD. Will it affect my GC? But you will be working with the same company, another company in H-4 EAD. Okay. Different company. It may always be an issue there. They may raise a question with regards to, hey, you know, how come you left the company? Uh, you may have to have a give a satisfactory explanation to them. But yeah, they can file the 485. I don't see that as a major issue. Even if you are not working for the company, they can always say that once you get the green card, they can take you. Okay. Anything else, guys? Thank you, guys, for coming. The next conference call will be tomorrow. Um, to, uh, the next conference call will be tomorrow at three thirty. For those people who did not get a chance, if you want to speak with me, you can always block a time with me. My time is available online, guys. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.